I'm Amina. <laughs> You're already messing it up. I'm glad we're getting all of this because it might be useful. It, it is useful. That's right. I'm Missy. I'm Amina. And we are here for the donuts. <laughs> My brain. We have to do that all over again because I missed the whole thing because Amina's the only one that's here for the donuts today. I'm here for Sorry. it. Sorry. Okay. Hey. I'm Missy. I'm Amina, and we are here for, for the, the donuts. So many different flavors. Strawberry fields a dream. Delicious Boston cream. Sometimes I'm white for wasted. But I can't seem to quit. These donuts got me lit. I'm covered in glaze. In a haze powdered face. Sprinkles in my double chin. But donuts equal life. So they can't be wrong. And that's the reason why they get their own song. Welcome back. We are here for season two of Here for the Donuts. I'm very excited. And we have a special guest today. We have There's so many special things happening today. We have a special guest today, our producer, the producer extraordinaire of the Here for the Donuts podcast, the founder and arbiter I don't know if arbiter is the right word. I just threw it in there. Founder and arbiter of Orange Fuzz Studios. And he, he bleeps out all my curse words. Yes. Thank you for that service. Rolling down the street, eating chicken, sipping on Kool-Aid juice, lay back. That, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is DJ Ope Diggy. Bam, 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 bam. Applaud for him unless you're driving. And if you're in your car, just bang on your steering wheel. Keep your hands there, but you can bang on it a little bit. Snap your fingers. Do your so, step. Today, we are going to be talking about how one should entertain. And we thought DJ Obdiggy would be a great guest to talk to us about entertainment since that is what you do. But before we get into that, we have to do uh, our segments and we also have to talk about the donuts we ate because we eat donuts for every one of these episodes, y'all know. Today's donuts came from, I am excited to report because this, this here place may have changed my donut life, y'all. This place is a restaurant called Beetle Cat. And not that I really like, you know, follow a lot of food accounts on Instagram because I wouldn't do that. But um, sometimes when I just happen to come across food things on there, I noticed that Beetle Cat and Ford Fry, who is the chef that started Beetle Cat and quite a few restaurants in Atlanta, I noticed that Ford Fry was teasing these pictures of donuts and it would say coming soon. And I was like, what is coming soon? That has to do with a donut and I have to know and I have to know. So it turns out that Beetle Cat is doing donut brunch, also known as Donuts in the Den on Saturday and Sunday morning. So today the three of us treated ourselves to donuts in the den and for the things that were done to those donuts we want to invite ford fry because we obviously know he's listening yes to this because he's following our podcast hey ford pretty close we know you're listening ford um we want to invite you because we want to interview you here and find out what is the magic i'm here for it to those donuts so what donuts did you have missy while we were at donut brunch today I had the Monte Cristo. Mm. I also had a drink. Okay, come on. Let's back it up. Okay, the drink let's. came out first. Okay. The drink was called the Astronaut. Mm-hmm. It was like a orange creamsicle kind of flavor. 
it did have a tiny mermaid hanging out on the glass. So it was like a mermaid astronaut, mm. maybe. Mm. But it was rum, which is my preferred drink right now is rum. So that's why I chose it. But all of them looked good. And then I picked a donut and I had the Monte Cristo, mm-hmm. which was basically like a plain donut. There's a word for that. The donuts that don't have holes. What's the word for that? Like, oh. There's a word for that. We're going to have to find out. A puffy out. donut that doesn't have a hole in yeah. it. Yeah. I can't remember what that term is. Hey, Google. I'll research. Continue. Um, it, it was like that with Monte Cristo, you know, with the jam and the powdered sugar and the ham and the cheese. And I appreciated the portion because it wasn't, like, so big that I could not also get donuts to take home with me. The Berliner. Berliner. The Berliner. That's a donut. From a puffy Germany, donut. that is a donut mm-hmm. made from sweet yeast without a hole. Yeah. Okay. Berliner. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Here to help. Mm-hmm. But I think what Amina got was the best. <sighs> Y'all, I ordered... The Donut Benedict. First of all, full disclosure, I'm a sucker for an over-easy egg. An over-easy egg can be on mm-hmm. almost anything, and I'm just, I'm here for it. Because yeah. it's like, you're getting protein, but you're also now getting like a sauce. There's like just a saucy element to when that egg just flows down onto the rest of your plate. So this Donut Benedict was a plain Jane donut on the bottom with smoked salmon, poached egg. I'm sorry. I'm not describing this right. It was actually two plain Jane donuts. Yeah. With smoked salmon, poached egg, and lemon hollandaise. So when you cut through that thing, I was so enchanted that Missy was cutting through it because you know we have to taste each other's donuts. It's important. So she was cutting through it and it was so magic watching the egg like flow down onto mm-hmm. the salmon and the donut that I forgot to film it. Like that's how you know something is delicious. Right. When it did not occur to you to mm-hmm. Instagram anything. I want you to know because I'm raising my children to be classy individuals, they call it wet yolk. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my children refer to it. So some of them like wet yolk eggs. <laughs> And some of them like what we call dog food eggs, which is where you have scrambled the egg so hard and fried it for so long that it starts to have that like dog food kind of smell. Wow. I can't cook it. I refuse. I refuse I don't to even cook that. Know, I don't even know that I've ever had an egg that was that cooked for me to know what It doesn't smell taste like, like an egg anymore. It's a terrible smell. And oh. I refuse to do it. So those children have to cook their own eggs. Wow. But the other ones, the younger ones, like wet yolk. And if you accidentally let that egg sit there too long Mm, it's hard and the yolk is now like you know hard not over easy or over medium you're gonna get some noses upturned at you because you did not provide them with a wet yolk that's rough we were at another brunch place last weekend and i or i actually ordered the benedict because i was like really looking forward to having benedict again this weekend and their their poached egg was almost like a boiled egg and it was Mm. very disappointing so like I cut it open and I was just like, mm. I mean, it was a dinerish kind of place. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like you're limited on the amount of complaints you can make when you're at a diner. Right. It's like other restaurants, you're there and you're like, you know, the rice isn't cooked. Okay, you can have that conversation. Well, you're in a diner. It's like, right. unless it's going to kill you, mm-hmm. really, you know, mm-hmm. we don't care. Yeah. Look at how greasy the countertops are. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> to us, you know. Do you know how to poach an egg? 
I have not tried to poach an egg because it looks like it's so hard. Like every food show that I watch, I'm like, that sounds... I mean, even sometimes trying to get that over easy or over medium egg right at home is like challenging. Like when I get it right, I feel like... Do you cook it in cast iron? I've never cooked an egg on my cast iron. That makes a difference. Mm -hmm. But then you got to watch your cast iron, at least because they hold heat so well. Mm -hmm. It's like for mine, it cooks things faster. Mm-hmm. than yeah. the other thing. Yeah. So it's like if I'm used to leaving something on a regular skillet, mm-hmm. I leave it that long on the cast iron and it could be like done yeah. for. So I do cast better. iron and I have a gas stove, so I'm cooking over a flame. Oh, yeah, that makes a difference. And those eggs, and you just flip it over, and as soon as you can grab a plate, it's ready to go. It's done. You need to get that egg off. Mm, I need to try that. That's a good point. Another egg thing. Come on, protein. We have all these surprising things to yeah. say about eggs today. Mm-hmm. It's important. Another egg thing that you need to try is chili powder. Oh! On your over easy egg. Chili powder and garlic. It will change your life. Okay, let me do that. Because I'm here for chili powder. My collard greens always have chili Mm -hmm. powder in them. Because it just gives you a nice, like, enough smoky, Mm -hmm. enough spice without you feeling like you're drowning in Mm -hmm. it. Y'all didn't even know that we was going to give y'all that egg information. But we are not just here for the donuts. We are also here for brunch. Come through. What did you have, DJ Diggy? What was your donut today? Well, <clears throat> I hate to uh, correct you, but it'd be donuts. Excuse me. Because I had two and a half donuts today. Um, I uh, I don't know if it's confession time, but I have a confession. Wait, hold, hold. See, this is a family trait. We're, we're always, hold we always the confession. got these confessions locked and loaded. Until it's confession time. I can't hold it. You can't hold it? You can't hold it? Okay, go on. I can hold it. So... <laughs> I did have a coffee. It was a fantastic coffee. Stumptown. Stumptown in the house. Um, I had a uh, plain Jane donut because it's important to start with the foundation, kids. Mm-hmm. That's right. Kids, if the wise man built his house upon the rock. <laughs> I don't know if that had to do with a donut because it was very gooey, but it was nice and crisp on the outside. So I'd, I'd build, you know, something on top of that. Uh, so then from there, I had eggs. Uh, scrambled with cheese, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had bacon because um, I got thinking about it. When I look at my bill at the end of the day and it's $4 less, does that equal the joy of bacon in my belly? No, no way. It does Buy not. the bacon, people. That's, that's right. what, Priceless. That's what that's me and my right. 30s say. Uh, but then I had um, a donut called O Captain, My Captain, mm-hmm. which had uh, Captain Crunch berries on top of it. It was fantastic. That's good work. Now, um, we normally do someone needs a donut first, but since you have a confession well, burning I, in your heart, I think I can. I, I can think of this. Someone needs donuts. a donut. Okay. Do you have someone that you would like to share with? Someone us needs a, need donut. a donut. Yes, um, people who need donuts are typically the people who approach my turntables while I'm. Hard at work in the evening with music blaring through speakers. So having a conversation with me probably is going to go real smooth. I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> so they usually approach me. Some sarcasm. Yeah. With this uh, kind of sheepish grin, and they go, "You don't take requests, do you?" <laughs> and uh, part of this is my fault. Most DJs don't take requests, but I'm curious. So I say, "Sure, what you got?" And nine times out of ten, it's horrible. It doesn't mix with whatever's currently playing. 
most times I want to get on the mic and take up a collection to buy this person an iPod so they can listen to their music Please whenever they want, it. as Please. much as they want. Please. Um, however, uh, there's always this one person that walks up and they request something that's so obscure. I don't know how to spell whatever it is you just said. So I don't, I can't even look it up in Apple Music and play it on my phone. So, but they go, you know, I just really think that this song would really enhance the mood of this party that happened last night. They're like, I really, anytime somebody says, I really, you need a donut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really <laughs> think this would enhance the mood of this party. I don't know if you look around, but the mood of the party is going pretty great. So I really think you need a donut. That's great. Someone needs mm -hmm. a donut. That was a good one. Um, my someone needs a donut happened at a concert and there are probably a lot of people at concerts that in some way show their need for a donut. So, uh, my friend and I, uh, my friend Maya, Hey girl, we went to see Eric Roberson, who is a phenomenal soul singer and songwriter. And he always does this segment at his show where he gets the audience to give him words and he takes the words from the audience and he writes a song on the spot like he and the band they make up the song right there on the spot so he's soliciting words from the audience and people are yelling things out divorce and mac and cheese people are like yelling out all sorts of things and the woman <laughs> two rows behind us keeps yelling bullshit i'm not giving you all the way the tea on that but you know it's what bullshit. it is yeah she was she's saying yelling bull it with her like country accent it was like do bullshit <laughs> and she would wait a couple minutes and then she would go bullshit like she kept yelling this word she kept yelling <laughs> this word I so wish I was much there. and Maya and I could not stop laughing number one because she's so far from the stage there's no way that he can hear her so it's like pointless y'all just needed to say it with her we probably should have we probably should have helped her we probably should have said it with her but I couldn't because I was laughing so hard <laughs> and if I would have had a donut I don't know that it would have helped her to stop yelling but I feel like it would have just helped her move because whatever mm. happens in your life that when it's time for someone to freestyle a song that that's the word you want them to use some things have gone on <laughs> right yeah. someone that's needs a donut, donut. Yeah. that's my someone needs a donut what what do you have someone needs a donut <sighs> I'm gonna give a donut to helicopter moms <laughs> which if you're not a parent you you might could figure out what a helicopter mom is mm -hmm. but she is the one that is momming for all the other moms no mm -mm. while the other moms are eating donuts which is literally what i am usually doing <laughs> when someone is helicopter momming my children and uh i'm a mama bear i don't need anybody to help me mm-hmm so it kind of bothers me when somebody's like, but even for their own children's sake, sometimes you just got to stand back and find something to do and let your children figure it out for themselves. Right. And if you have a donut, you know, you got to lick your fingers. You got to like get the, you know, the glaze falls on your shirt. Man. You can't let that go. Nah. So usually by the time you've cleaned all that up, they've worked it out. That's good. Sometimes mm -hmm. you got to get a second donut, to yeah. be honest. You got to go there and like select. There's a lot of things you got to think about when you're selecting your second donut. What did you have for your first one? Was it chocolatey? Mm -hmm. Did you get a fruity one? Right. The next time. 
You know, you need to mm-hmm. police who's sharing the donuts. Are people equally? Right. Mina's you know, trying to show us some things today. I hope y'all are listening. Mm-hmm. Just trying to help y'all out. There's a lot of mm-hmm. things you can do during that time that mm-hmm. don't involve being overly involved in the things that your kids are doing. Continue. That's it. That's I would it. just. I think if we could just have some donuts stationed at mm-hmm. the playground, it would be a good distraction, and our children would flourish. Oh, come but on, they flourish. can't have any of the donuts. Absolutely no. No, it's it is not for the No, it's only for people that are like grown up and have to pay taxes, mm-hmm. and they don't have to pay taxes. So. Yeah. No. Uh, do you know that Lego Batman does not pay taxes? Why? I don't know, but that out of the Lego. So I watched Lego Batman this week with my children. Okay. And apparently that was the big takeaway for everyone, because one of my children a couple days later was like, "Mom, who does not pay taxes?" And I was like, "I don't know." Who doesn't pay their taxes? She was like, you know, from the movie. I was like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Apparently in the movie he says, there's a song and it's who doesn't pay their taxes. Lego Batman. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Lego Batman doesn't get a donut. Wow. Lego Batman <clears throat> does not get a donut because he doesn't pay taxes. Mm-mm. No. I think I might need a donut. I was just uh, perusing Instagram while y'all were talking, so I didn't hear most Someone of what you said. Needs a but um, I was looking at this guy's face. I'm not going to say whose face, but I was looking at his face. And I was like, man, that dude has a long face. But then I started thinking, what if I have a short face? Mm. How is my face add up? And like, who knows what the appropriate length of a face is? I need a donut. Someone I needs don't a have, donut. I, I didn't even bring my phone in here. I cannot Google. I will do the Google. How long is the average adult face? Let's find out. Do you want to share your confession that you held on to so dearly? Is it confession? It is confession time. I think it's time for confessions. 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 Today I ate donuts with a fork. Judged myself. (laughs) Confession. (laughs) Come on, judge myself. job on your first confession there <laughs> that was really good, good. work missy do you have a, why confession you always have a i always have a confession what is the confession you'd like to share with us today this goes back to the helicopter moms because um i did a thing that i judged myself for Ugh. that's not part that's not the confession part uh i joined the pool and which is very out of character for me mm-hmm. i did it for the sake of the gospel <laughs> please for the good news so that i can get to know my neighbors Mm -hmm. and share the good news Mm -hmm. and also it is at least three hours of the day that my children have something to do that doesn't require me Mm -hmm. other than taking them there which i'm happy to do because i like hanging out at the pool uh anyway there are helicopter moms there i found out and they evidently are not there so that their children can entertain themselves for three or four hours. Because they cannot, like, they can't let that shit go. Oh, I don't know another way to say it. Mm. They cannot let, like, they show up on full alert. Like, you can see it on their face. First of all, they have fixed their hair and put makeup on oh. to go to the pool. Oh. I'm not wearing makeup all summer because I might go to the pool. I don't know what I'm going to go to the pool. I'm not putting makeup on. Facts. So they show up and they are like 
doing their thing and they're doing it so hard and they've got their children and they are bossing them and you go here and you go here and you do this like this and you do that and I'm like, I brought donuts. There is a large body of water and everyone either knows how to swim or has flotation devices attached to themselves. Bless. So I'm gonna sit in this chair and read a book or do something. Oh, and there's a lifeguard. Yeah. What? Which means I only have to like halfway watch. Because someone is there yeah. to save the it's children. Like his job is to sit Come there on. and make sure nobody's drowning. Come on. So I'm appreciating all these benefits. And then this other mom shows up with her kids. And now for the last 10 to 15 minutes of every hour, it's adult swim, which is like the best thing ever for me because it means all the kids have to get out of the pool and I have 10 minutes to float on my back without being kicked in the head. Right. So this is like during adult, sometimes I don't get in during adult swim out of solidarity with my children because they've had to get out and I'm like, okay, I'll sit out with you guys too. So I was sitting out, but I was doing something, reading a book or something. And they all found a lizard to look at. So they're all standing around looking at this lizard. And this woman walks up and is like, now, now y'all should put the lizard, put it back over there in the grass before you squeeze it and kill it. Mm-mm. I'm like, first of all, lady, what you don't know is my children are lizard experts because they do this all day, every day at home. Mm-hmm. You, don't lizard, oh, you don't know. You don't know. Come on. Second of all, why do you care about this lizard's life? What have lizards done for you? <sighs> Important questions. Mm-hmm. Lately, third, what Janet would say, I was thinking what that. What have lizards done? I was thinking that, and I filtered myself. Lately, Ooh, come on, yeah. come on, Janet. I'm here for it. Um, yes. Third, these are my children. Mm. And I'm sitting right here. Most importantly. And if I don't want them to squeeze that lizard. <laughs> that, first of all, nobody's children should be squeezing a lizard. No. Because <laughs> that doesn't kids, sound appropriate. That ain't right for anybody to be squeezing a lizard. No one needs to be doing that. Right. <laughs> well... See how this season's gonna be. Okay, so anyway, I still haven't gotten to the confession part, I'm y'all. Right okay. Over here. Confessions. Yes. The, this back. is a particularly bad confession because I felt I feel like I um I don't know how to say it. I'm just gonna say it. So she had ginormous boobs. Okay. Like maybe she had had a boob job done. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Right. Right. I am only judging her on her enthusiastic parenting of other people's children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the end of the day, it had one of the, her bathing suit top had one of those clasps Mm-mm. where it's like a loop of fabric and there's that metal hook that has like a rounded end that's supposed to go through the fabric mm-hmm. and that rounded end kind of keeps it locked in place. Right. By the end of the day, most of the hook oh, had dear. come out of her Ooh. bathing suit top, mm. and it was like Holding really for dear life. ready to let go. Mm. And I feel like I probably should have been like, hey, it seems like maybe your bathing suit is about to pop off of you. And I didn't, because I felt like, you know, she had it coming. I'm tired. She had an embarrassing moment coming at her. 
And who am I to interfere with karma? <laughs> or gravity. Or gravity. Also facts. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's my confession. I <clears throat> knew in my heart that someone was going to have an embarrassing moment and I did nothing. I hear that confession. Um, and it actually somewhat coincides with my confession, which I feel maybe has been going on in my life for a while. And I'm just now discovering because... I feel, and maybe because it's gotten warmer and because we live in such a humid place, I feel like I'm just discovering the virility of boob sweat. Hmm. That is my confession, that I am just understanding the importance of what's happening under the mm -hmm. breast mm -hmm. on a hot day. Yeah. And I feel like there was another time in life where like, I could take less showers if I wanted when I was younger or something. And I feel like I'm not in that place anymore because, mm -hmm. you know, when you were going through puberty, it was like your parents were always like, your pits, your underarms. I am there you with them, three you of wash my children them, right now. You do the stuff to them, you know? Mm -hmm. But now you get older and you have other folds of flesh. Yeah. That you are now having to see about. And you don't, your parents are not there to be like, hey. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. Like, I just, my confession is that I just recently had one of those days where it was like, I was just out all day running the errands in and out of the sun. And I get home. <laughs> and you know how when you get home after a long day, and you're, you're pretty sure you're stinky. But you're not always aware of where you are stinky from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> where the stinkiness right. might be originating. And you check the underarm first. Your parents trained you to do this. Mm -hmm. You just do like a swift lift there. And okay, I'm okay there. But there are some other areas now where you need to, <laughs> you need to investigate. Mm -hmm. And I've discovered that I have some other folds that need to, on a hot day, mm -hmm. be investigated. You can just use your hand to like waft the air. Mm-hmm. Find out. Torching us. Find out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and now, uh, because I understand this woman's boob. <laughs> Bless you. I just dabbed. And he dabbed. He dabbed. Yeah. Sneezed and I sneezed dabbed. dabbed. I'm here for it. dabbed. I snabbed. I snabbed. I snabbed. Ah, <laughs> ah. Don't. Please, no high fives. Oh, gosh. You know dear. how I feel about mm -hmm. boobers. No. Unacceptable. No, I understand this woman's breast size dilemmas because I feel like as these breasts have gotten to a different size that I was, they're larger than they used to be, mm -hmm. you need to investigate underneath that. Always investigate. Yeah. I feel I'm late to the party discovering that. But that's my confession that I know now. Confession. is half the battle. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I had a cupcake award. 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 So um, I had a party at my house and invited my girlfriends over. And so I did what any budget... Uh, concerned person would do. I went to Dollar Tree first before I went some other places just to see what things they have there that I might participate in. Little cups, little plates, you can do those things. So I'm in there grabbing all the stuff. Turns out Dollar Tree has movie candy for a dollar in the box. Mm. Pro tip. Wow. 
I'm here box for it. guys. So if you're one of those people like me that when you go to the movies, you take your big purse and you put your own snacks in it. Dollar Tree is a positive place for you to feel like you're eating that Mike and Ike right. from the movies in the box. You just didn't pay $16. Please, you didn't pay $16 for it. The movie theaters should be ashamed of themselves. They should be ashamed. Un- they know that they are taking advantage of people. After we already paid the price for the movie, which is the service you are providing. Please. If I were rich, I would create a movie theater that was like Chastain is here in Atlanta. Chastain Amphitheater in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Where basically you got your concert tickets, you bring your wine, your food, you bring your little picnic basket. I would create a movie theater where you bring your own snacks. There's no concessions. You just, you bring your stuff. That's like my jam. Mm -hmm. That's like my stuff. So I'm in the Dollar Tree and I get there and it's one of those frustrating days <laughs> for Dollar Tree employees at this oh. particular store because there are lots of people for some reason in the store that day. There are at least two employees who walked by me threatening to quit their jobs that day. Mm-hmm. Um, not to anyone in particular, just mumbling under their breath that they don't care and they would like to quit So the manager, who they clearly don't care anything about, is telling them, look at all these people, get on the registers. So the one young lady gets on the register with me, and the little scanner scans like three or four items, and then it doesn't scan two. Mm. Scans three or four items, and then it doesn't scan two. So she gets so frustrated with it that she basically just does the appearance of it scanning and throws it in my bag. Right. And, um... I want to give her a cupcake award, number one, for doing that, for giving me further savings at a place I went to to get some savings. <laughs> yes, please. I also want to give her a cupcake award for her looking at me in the face after she hands me my receipt and says, don't worry about that. And I would like to take that phrase home with me and just go other places and do things like that. Yeah. That are like just a little like mm-hmm. under the table and just say, don't worry, don't worry about, about that. that. Mm-hmm. So that's my cupcake award for the day. Today, we are talking about how to entertain. So DJ L. Diggy, being a DJ that DJs lots of events, but mostly parties, Mm -hmm. you clearly are an entertainer. Mm -hmm. You know how to entertain. So I would like for us to, before we get into some other portions of entertaining, like kid birthdays, and we're going to talk about adult dinner parties and some of that stuff. We wanted DJ Odiggy to be here to tell us what, in your opinion, are three things, three necessary things that make a party entertaining, like from your professional opinion. Well, uh, I first of all clearly would say uh, music. Mm-hmm. Music uh, makes things entertaining. Um, yeah, from there, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Just have music. <laughs> well, I want to, while you think about those other two things. Oh, yeah. I would like to review DJ Opdiggy's history of entertaining. Oh, please. Because <clears throat> it goes way back to the cassette tape. That's correct. Mm. That's correct. And sound effects. That's correct. This isn't our first podcast. No. Basically not. This is not our first recording. We were podcasting before there was pods to cast. That's Come right. On. You there wasn't even a word casting. for it. Yeah, That's we were. Right. We were cassette casting. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And we made stories, usually that involved a damsel in distress, which mm-hmm. was me. Mm-hmm. 
and a hero, which was him. Mm-hmm. And there might be helicopter rescues. Mm-hmm. There were guns. Mm-hmm. Of course. There Can were you... stomp, 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 stomp. Running away Come sounds. On. We, we had a box fan that we used for the helicopter. Uh-huh. Where yep. are these tapes? Uh, our mom, maybe she has them. Tapes. We often got whooped. Yeah. Come for doing on, this. Whoops. So I don't we know if she whooped. if she knew at the time that this was so great that she should hang on to it. She was she seemed angry. Can hmm. I just can we discuss real quick Sometimes. a couple of questions? So why were y'all getting whooped for the cassette casting? I believe there were a few times that we were supposed to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. And we were recording instead. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. That part makes sense. Can you also shed light on something, on a memory that you remembered? So we were gone for the weekend, and he remembers a show that y'all used to do that was like a detective. This is the same. Yeah, same thing. Okay, Mm -hmm. and it was called... Matt Tracker. Yes. (laughs) So... Can you share? Wait, first, Amina has come up with a theme song. I did come up oh, with a theme song. Oh, please, Tracker. please share. So this is what's in my mind: that right before, like when it's like <laughs> the beginning intro, mm-hmm. and like you're showing what the case is gonna be. This is a case for Matt Tracker, and the theme song has to be in that '80s mm-hmm. raspy voice. He's always on the case. Like, mm-hmm. it has to sound like that. He's 30 and has chest hair now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share what you remember? Because he doesn't remember the details. Uh-huh. So, was this like you were coming up with the plot of the person that needed, like, rescuing by Matt Tracker? Why And why did he get to have his name in the title of y'all's cassette cast. Because we grew up in a very patriarchal home. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rise up. <laughs> Vaginas unite. <laughs> Vaginas are strong. Can I just tell you when I'm an old lady, when I am an old, old, I'm talking like 95 I want to be in my wheelchair and just able to put a fist in the air and say, rise up whenever I want. (laughs) I want to wake up from a nap in church. Please. And say that. Please. Birthday parties. I hope to be next to you also old at that time. I hope to be next to you. And right after you say rise up, my second line is always going to be, vaginas are stronger. (laughs) That's going to be my line. Well, my family didn't know vaginas are stronger. So it was Matt Tracker. Uh, I don't know why it was called Matt Tracker. I didn't have a problem with it, though. Do you remember what, like, can you describe to us one of the storylines of this? Because I'm just curious. Do you have any detailed memory of what, like, a typical plot line of a Matt Tracker cassette cast episode, I which think, I kind of want the two of you to bring back. I'm not going to lie. I think a lot of it had to do with our resources because we were poor children. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we weren't, like, underprivileged poor children. We just didn't have what children these days have. Yeah. We was just regular kind of poor. Right. Yeah, okay. we were just regular, regular kind of poor. <laughs> we were poor light. I'm tired. Not poor Supreme. I'm tired. So tired. So we often entertained ourselves. Okay. So it was kind of natural. You know, like, 
I might have some Barbies and he might have some WWF wrestlers, which I frequently got yelled at because they can't fly. <gasps> and I made them fly. Unless it's Superfly Jimmy Snooker. I thought you were supposed to use your imagination, though. So if you use well, your imagination, why rules. can't they fly? He though? had rules about imagination time. You you had rules about that? I'm sorry. I respect the Lord I'm who <laughs> invented <laughs> gravity. <laughs> nope. See, well, what I, see what I was dealing with here? Yeah, I do see now. I do see. It should have well, been called Matt the Preacher Man. Hmm. That was the case for. So I think that we our um, our episodes or whatever you want to call them, our shows had a lot to do with what resources we had for making sounds with. Okay, okay, that's what I recall. (laughs) Like looking around, like what can we make a sound with? Which I think did get us into trouble some because we made sounds with things that we weren't (laughs) we're supposed to be playing with. Yeah. He doesn't remember any of that. No, I have zero recollection, so I will never have to testify in court for most of my life. <sighs> I want to thank y'all for this, because I, I really had some curiosities. I wanted to ask you about that that uh, show y'all was doing there. Okay, um, we all have been to some really great parties. Can y'all think of your favorite party story? Like a very memorable story that you had going to a party. And I have to say, when we're talking about entertaining, I mean, we're talking about entertainment, but we're talking about like, you know, the times now in our lives that we are creating an environment for other people Mm -hmm. to come over and be entertained in our home or be entertained for a birthday or whatever. But I do feel like now I have a lot of reflections about now being an adult and what I imagined when I was younger, a party was actually like. Mm -hmm. And it was very much an episode of a different world or of what's happening. It's like people are in this really little room and there's like some (laughs) hands in the air. Mm -hmm. They're dancing. I mean, obviously we were in an after school special era of time so there was like a red solo cup that had some beer in it Mm -hmm. and central character is like i shouldn't drink this beer glug 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 (laughs) (laughs) so when i actually went to a party and was like oh it isn't like this at all it isn't like this place i imagine so what what experiences have you had either for you professionally djing a party or attending a party yourself that was one of your more memorable, like, would go in the party hall of fame? Um, well, I've got to DJ some pretty cool parties. Um, very recently, there's a place I DJ at called Skyline Park, and I was doing their New Year's party, which was an amazing party. Um, and then you look around, and next thing you know, there's, like, acrobats and people on stilts. Break dancers came popping out. There was ice sculptures, uh, jugglers. I don't know how you beat that. Um, so that, that was pretty fantastic. The crowd was lots of fun. It was, it was a fun evening. So that, that was like every time you didn't think they could top it, like you'd look over and something would happen. So shout out to the people at the Skylab Park. Y'all throw a serious party. Um, I will say in high school, towards the end of high school, uh, I was a part of the theater department of the high school. I was in theater. And they used to have these cast parties. And... Um, at, after, you know, you're done with a play or whatever, we'd have a rap party. And so uh, we used to have them at this one guy's house. Um, and this dude, 
um, his parents let him take out one of the staircases that went down to the bottom level, which was his room was. And they put a slide instead of stairs. There was a slide. Oh. And there was a ball pit, like at Chuck E. Cheese, at the bottom of his thing. So, like, you know, first of all. It's true. The entrance, wow. the entrance to a party is one of the most fun things of life. You walk in. Mm, a good entrance. Mm-hmm. Come on, pro This tip. is how we do it. It's playing. You know, you come in walking cool, you know. This is how we do. Yes. You know, and you come walking in. You know, you, you dap it up with whoever you dap it up with. You know, and then, but this one, you came in on a slide in a ball pit. And this is high school, so this is before anyone's hopes and dreams have been crushed. <laughs> so, party it's conversation could be talking about your future dreams. Uh, you're not sure how things work, so, you know, you can speak very optimistically about things. There's music, <laughs> there's chips, and this is with the drama group. So, this was my first kind of foray. Drama and band was my kind of first foray into going to parties. Uh, where there wasn't a uh, possibility of someone catching a felony before the evening was over. Okay. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was a safe environment for the most part, you know. But there was a ball pit, you know what I mean? Which was way, honestly, if I had to choose uh, between smoking weed and sliding into a ball pit, I think I'm still going to go with the ball pit. <laughs> Man, how we were in the same house at the same high school and I somehow missed all those parties and I was at the smoking weed parties. I did not smoke weed. Okay, maybe. Anyway, I don't like smoking weed, I found out. Mm-hmm. So I most of the time did not smoke weed. Just that one Acceptable. time when I found out I don't like smoking weed. Sorry, mom and dad, <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I didn't go to those parties, but that is giving me some ideas for when my children are in high school because my goal is I want to be the place where all the kids gather. Yes. Instead of like, you know, I don't know where my children are kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I want to create an environment. So what you're telling me is I need to put a big slide that goes down into the basement. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I remember they had a <clears throat> a zip line going across their backyard. Okay, I could do a zip line in my backyard. But I think that might have been before suing people got invented, so um. might want to think that. Insurance. I do have a trampoline. Liabilities. Okay. Uh, I did throw a party for one of my children recently, and there was a dance floor, and I bought strobe lights. Mm. And then, it, then my husband surprised me. He had some uh, like a DJ set that you set on the ground that some apparently some DJs use when they're throwing a party mm-hmm. that throws lights everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we set it all up like a 80s glam thing. We bought the gloves and the glasses and the rubber bracelets for all the girls. Mm. And they had a dance party. Yes. I was pretty proud of that birthday party. That's good work. That's, I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, any other party memories? I'm Memorable sure. parties. My mind is trying to think like, I'm like, well, I met Chris Tucker once, but was that considered a party? And why do I remember that? Mm. I'm going to have to think about it. What was my most memorable party experience? Okay, I'll say my favorite place to party is still in JQ, which basically looks like a shack. It's a club here in Atlanta. It looks like a shack. When you ride up to it, it looks like nothing's going on in there. And then you go down into the underground, and there's all these people in this underground club 
with their ugly tennis shoes on like they came to dance mm-hmm. like that is still my favorite place to party because I don't like to party where it's feeling too super pretentious right that to me sucks the life yes it does out of a party it's like if you just came here to like sip your cosmopolitans I don't have time you can mm-hmm. take your Manhattan neat and go somewhere else do that in a lounge somewhere I want to go somewhere where like you came to get sweaty that's the kind of party I like to go to. So MJQ is probably my most memorable party experience, I would say. Get the DJs. Get to see the DJs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of good party experiences on our cruise recently. Okay. Because everywhere we went, there was a DJ. Nice. <laughs> so I was basically in paradise. Okay. Yes. Uh, and everywhere you went, there was a DJ and you were encouraged to dance. And so I was also with Hands a group up. of people who do not dance. Okay. My in-laws are not dancers. Mm-hmm. They're not the dancing type. So that was a little bit of a challenge to me, but I got my oldest daughter in on it. So I felt like that was very meaningful for her to gain the social skill of just being able to have a good time with other people that are having a good time and not worry about what people are thinking about you. Right. And to me, that defines any good party. Yeah. Is everybody's just there to have a good time. They mm-hmm. don't really care what anybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. And y'all are all having a good time together. So when you're throwing a party, you have to facilitate that environment. Either by who you invite, or what kind of music you're playing, or how you're... Whatever. You should not be trying too hard. Right. Because that squashes the good time. Yeah, yeah. It takes mm-hmm. away the good time. And it's like, what's the purpose of partying? If you're not going to have a good time, I don't understand. Yeah. I got all dressed up. I put a bra on for good right? sakes. Like, yeah. come on. DJ Obdigi, thank you for uh, being with us. Speaking of partying, you have another party after DJ tonight you're going to get ready for. But Missy and I are still going to discuss mm-hmm. some other places of party etiquette and tips. Deuces. Bye. Okay. It's not that kind of podcast. It's not that kind. Boobs. That's what happens when you give a boy a microphone. See, see, that's why, and that's another reason why vaginas are stronger. Rise up. Mm -hmm. See, this is what we're going to be when we're older. Okay, so let's talk about, okay, first of all, I have like two different things I want to talk about. Okay, one part of it is I've been watching um, Prentice Penny, I think is his name, mm-hmm. who is one of the producers for uh, Issa Rae's show Insecure on HBO. And he also does some work on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, too. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he has a show of his own where he's like each episode going through the things you need to know to like have a great dinner party. And I didn't get to watch all the episodes, but I definitely watched some of it and was like, okay, like there are some places where like, I'm doing pretty good on like what I do when people come over. And there are some places I could like step my game up. We had a whole episode on charcuterie. Oh no. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, for those that are not as sophisticated as you and I, what is charcuterie? Charcuterie? I can't, I cannot help that it makes me say the word cooter. (laughs) Charcuterie. Please. 
if I were to imagine what charcuterie is, it's I tricky. would say it's some type of Brazilian wax. Mm, I'm actually glad to hear <laughs> that that's, that's another definition that came to your mind. Because in context of the word, it makes total sense. You could also say, oh no, I'm going to be late to that because I've got I've to get my charcuterie done. <laughs> My goal, my goal in the next month is to tell somebody I'm getting my charcuterie. <laughs> Straight face. Yeah. Just to see if it'll pass over. And just see if they ask or if they try to pretend like they like know. Like they know. You know. Oh, what, what kind are you getting? Oh, I don't know, girl. I just, I decide if I'm going to do like a landing strip or <laughs> I'm going to do some designs or put my initials. I'm going to decide when I get there, girl. <laughs> That is not what charcuterie yeah. is. It is Too the bad. fancy, I know, <laughs> it's like the fancy cheese and meat plates, right? Where like all the cheese is cut up, all these different <gasps> sorts of cheese and salami. I've been experimenting with and, this. Mm-hmm. You have like a whole episode where you like went to a butcher and they tell him like the different kinds of meat you can get and all that, you know, because I'm kind of like making chicken and mac and cheese. Like y'all gonna eat this food. But he was like, you need to have like little edibles like this people can eat. So anyway... Okay, so it's like I want to talk about how to entertain. <laughs> A part of me, I was about to say how to entertain well. I don't know that I want to talk about that. I think I want to talk about how do we entertain. I feel mm-hmm. like you and I might have a similar style yes. of how we do this. Yeah. And then I want to, we need to talk about party etiquette in different party scenarios. Right also mm-hmm. right i feel like my style right now i'm trying to i'm trying to like elevate it a little bit mm-hmm. but in general i don't want people to come to my house and feel like they've got to be uptight while they're there it's like it's a home like right i want you to feel like you can be comfortable you can have a seat and relax so i don't like it to feel like don't touch those dishes mm-hmm. don't sit over there you know like that makes me feel weird so that probably means I just have paper plates sometimes, and it means like sometimes the food is not charcuterie. It's like right. I don't know, like it's chicken and some side dishes I had left in the fridge. I just you know I don't know. So sometimes I feel like I should try harder, but then other times I'm like, do people really remember that stuff as much as they remember the conversations they had or if they had fun? I think that it's kind of interesting to me that different people take different things from parties like uh you had one recently where your thing was wear sweatpants right and bring some wine or food to share and some people still like i don't know if it's just their personality but they were not going to show up in sweatpants right clearly right we're not going to a party in sweatpants right and me i i didn't tell you this already but when i was getting ready for your party I had to check myself because my <laughs> my sweatpants that I usually wear are so far gone <laughs> that, well, everybody knows I got the sweatpants that say killing it yes. on the booty. Mm-hmm. I started off in those. And then I was like, you know, I don't really know who's going to be there. And these sweatpants are kind of like, you know, might be a little bit more like, here's who I am. <laughs> Because they also say slay all day. 
Please, as they should. With a bedazzled diamond shape. Come on. On the hip. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's basically, if I was going to dress in something that communicated to everybody who I really was, that would, those were probably the pants I would go with. Accurate. But I wasn't sure, and you cannot really dance or move around real good in those um, pants, because they're, like, they were from the juniors department, and my booty is not juniors department booty. I don't think that people that are junior size have booties. I'm just gonna yeah, throw that don't. out there. Like, if you buy clothes from the junior section, I don't think you have a mm-hmm. booty. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, if I wear these, I'm gonna have to stand or sit still. I mean, it's fine for sleeping in and studying in, which is usually what I'm doing in my house in mm-hmm. sweatpants, but I didn't really know, so I was like, okay, I can't wear these. So then I put on some leggings. Well, I was also going by Whole Foods on my right. way here. Mm-hmm. And I was aware that you could see my underwear through these leggings a little bit. This and is I an was wanting to leggings. wear them as pants. Right. So I was like, okay, I can't do that. So then I wore my favorite pair of sweatpants, which have paint stains all over them. Because mm-hmm. I wear them when I'm painting a lot. But they're real comfortable and they're baggy and I can move around in them. And you cannot see my underwear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wore, but I could tell that there were people there that were would have been very uncomfortable in like a brand new pair of sweatpants from Target. Yes. Because in my mind, Target is where you go for nice sweatpants. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So there might be some people that would walk away from that and be like, it was awesome. I could dress comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then, but for other people that makes them really, un- they're not comfortable Dressing comfortably. Right. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Well, not relate to that. I don't understand that at all. Um, And then uh, when you say bring food, that means different things. Different people place value on that. Right. Whereas other people are like, that means for me, I'm going to bring a bowl of mints. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Apparently, they don't care about food. Also, cannot relate. Man, no. No. I mean, I was harassing the meat guy for some freshly smoked wings Please. before this party. Come on, like, freshly smoked. You got some smoked. that have been freshly smoked? Yeah. This is for a birthday girl. Please. There are seven wings on this tray. I need more than that. Mm-hmm. And he was happy to oblige me because he understood my need. Mm-hmm. So I think that's interesting. I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> no, but you, like, you brought up some good points because I think a part of why, like, I think my entertaining style is very much like, I don't want you to come to my house and be stressed out. Mm-hmm. And, and particularly that party where we were at, I wanted it to be sweatpants and store-bought food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. wear your sweatpants and just stop by the store and pick something up. I don't want anybody at their house cooking a bunch of food, unless that's just your thing you like to do. Right. But it's a Friday night, people are leaving from work and class and whatever else they have going on. You had to get a sitter, whatever you had to do, girl, bring wine, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like just come, you know, I don't want it to feel like you got to feel like you got to make some gourmet to come to the house. I don't, that's not cool to me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I did that way. But that is funny that like for some people it's like, no, (laughs) I'm still going to like, I'm still going to go all out. I'm going to put on real clothes and I'm going to do a lot of work for this. And that, but some people, that's how they communicate their love for you. Right. You know, right. You don't want to squash that. Yeah. So if you set the bar low and they want to aim higher, (laughs) then it's all good. Fine. It's like, I just don't want to be the person that aims the bar too high. Right. And then people are like, I'm just staying at home because I just can't even Mm -hmm. like be, I can't dress cute enough to be at whatever that is. Okay. And you know, Whole Foods, speaking of bringing food places, store-bought food, Whole Foods makes your charcuterie very easy. 
because yes. they have bowls of cheese orphans. <gasps> if you don't want to spend $25 on a giant hunk of fancy sound and whatever, whatever kind of cheese. They have little tiny, like, mm, what's left right. over after they've cut mm -hmm. everything. There's, like, oddly shaped. Mm -hmm. And so I get those. If I know I'm having somebody over that likes wine and cheese, and I got, like, an actual cutting board. Come on. That I can... I need to get one that I can write on. Because what happens Ooh. is I cut the... <laughs> I slice those Thank tiny you. cheese foods. Yep. What's another word for cheese? Chunks of cheese. See, no, everything I come up with is not sounding. <laughs> no matter right. what you say, it sounds like it's you're still going to sound. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> and then I put it on this cheese board, and I can't. Sometimes I can't remember what cheese is what. Which one is uh, what? Yes. But I have been enjoying with one friend in particular. Hi, Rebecca. Uh, having wine and different cheeses and experimenting with how when you eat one cheese and then you have the wine, how it changes the flavors of yes. everything. And last time we added some cherries, a bowl of cherries. Come on. And that combination changed like, everything. it was like a whole like taste experience that mm -hmm. we had while we talked about stuff. So um, Whole Foods makes that real easy and affordable because they got fancy cheeses but then they, and you don't know what you want, so you can get one for like 3 or $4. I want to also let the record reflect that we picked up a fantastic cheese in that little leftover cheese thing you're talking about. Because mm -hmm. I remember you and I both got like a little, whatever little small thing yeah. they had of it. And then mm -hmm. we got it home and we both cut it up and were mad when mm -hmm. it was over. Which yeah. is also a nice way to taste a couple of different cheeses so that you know kind of like what you want that is a place i'm trying to elevate in my entertaining mm -hmm. is the wine and cheese like the wine and cheese pairings or like learning i learned from my friend nicole hey girl that goat cheese is best paired with something sweet like mm. a jam yes. or the cherries right. or honey something like this and i love goat cheese now because i had it at her house with mm -hmm. the honey first but when you pair it with something sweet it is like phenomenal you know how you can do that easily so at Whole Foods, they have the logs of goat cheese that are $4.99. Word. I know those. You open that up. You put it on a plate. The first time I had it like this was at a party, and it was apple butter. Yes. She just poured apple butter over the top, and then you could just go right at it with your cracker. Yes. But sometimes, because we do this for lunch at my house where we'll have like spelt flatbread crackers, mm -hmm. and then I'll put the goat cheese on there, and then I'll do uh, jam, like strawberry jam or something, mm -hmm. and then spinach leaves across the top Ooh. and we call it lunch yes we call it lunch mm -hmm. hashtag we call it lunch honey yes okay let's talk about party etiquette <laughs> i don't know why that <laughs> makes me want to laugh off the top <clears throat> like what is the good party etiquette like sometimes i still feel like i don't quite know mm -hmm. what to do because <laughs> There's all these layers to it. I've been invited to people's homes for gatherings that involved food where they encouraged you to bring a dish. And then I just felt like I don't know what to expect of what's there. I don't know if like caviar is there or some mm, stuff like mm -hmm. some stuff that's kind of like out of my culinary league. Yeah. And if I show up with like a bowl of collard greens, they're going to be looking at me crazy. Well, I got invited to a soiree one time and I had to Google like, what does one wear to a soiree? Yeah. And, and I found out it was nothing I had in ugh. my closet. <laughs> that's hard. Mm -hmm. And also, I get really weirded out when people who are in a 
economic bracket above me invite me to their home and they, it's almost more nerve wracking when they say just don't bring anything mm. that's almost more nerve wracking for me because then I'm like but I'm going into their home should right. I not bring wine should I not bring a candle or yeah. something for the house but surely yeah. with what I know of their richness they don't need yeah. this candle right. but is it rude for me to walk in and just eat all the food mm-hmm. I always have all those weird things so then I don't know if I've brought what I'm thinking is nice wine to people who pay like $200 for a bottle and they're like exactly. oh she brought us mm-hmm. the Kool-Aid wine mm-hmm. just put it in the back with the others <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. like I don't know so I'm always like okay I never know what the etiquette is but I feel like I try to bring something Mm -hmm. bring wine even when people say just bring yourself unless it's family when family says that i just i literally i just bring myself (laughs) but if i don't know them Mm -hmm. really well you know i'm like well especially my first time coming to their home i'm like okay i just try to get like a little little nice candle Mm -hmm. maybe some flowers that way too yeah flowers is a good one because it's hard to snob flowers Please, it's hard to snob them. Unless you are the type of person that is growing your own bouquets, which I found out today that I know somebody that does that. Oh. And I love her for it, but I won't bring flowers to her house. But what I do sometimes, too, is I will cut flowers from around my house, but Mm -hmm. it's all like the common plants. Yeah. You know, like I got these butterfly bushes that are blooming real pretty right now. I'll cut some of that. I'll cut some of my lemon balm and my spearmint and some wild asters. And it usually looks pretty good. Put it in, put nice. it in a mason jar. Yeah, come on, mason jar. That's the one thing I still haven't learned how to use. Mm-hmm. I still, You know, I told you, people give them and they leave them around here. And mm-hmm. I just look at them like, what you do with this? Put some flowers in it. Oh, okay. Just give it back. Okay. Oh, good. That's good. That's a good way. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to work on that. Yeah, flowers is a good gift. That's good, because that also feels like something that's not, like, forever either. Mm -hmm. So if they don't like it, then you help decorate for the night, and you're out. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Okay, what else, what would you consider to be bad party etiquette? Um, I feel like showing up really late is bad party etiquette. Mm. You know, like, late is fine, but, like, an hour, two hours after it already started... You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of bad part. Unless you just can't help it. Right. You know, or you've told them ahead of time, like, I don't right. get off work until such and such a time. I'll be there as soon as I can. You know, kind of thing. But if you said you were coming and then you show up late, it just kind of like, it halts. It does something. Yes. And leaving extra early mm. to me. And the combination of the two is especially like, mm. why did you even come? Mm-hmm. If you got here late... And then you left early. Mm-hmm. Tricky. No, that makes sense. I'm going to also add bad party etiquette is bringing a guest that you didn't mm. let the person that was planning the party, you didn't let them know you were bringing that guest. Yeah, no, I'm and not here for that. particularly if that guest is a stranger. And if you watch Grey's Anatomy, you can see that happens a lot. They bring guests unexpectedly and then somebody else brought an unexpected guest and now there's like conflict there you don't know what's gonna happen no you don't know no and especially if it's something that's at someone's house i'm like you don't bring like i don't know who this person is like i remember being this was at a family event i remember being at a family graduation party and a family member brought 
this dude she was dating, but it was like nobody knew him. Mm. And his way of being while at the function made everyone feel like, that's making me feel strange. You know, like you've sort of opened up someone's home to, it's different if like, you know, your spouse or Mm -hmm. a mutual friend is coming at the last minute. That's a little more like, okay, we can, it's all, we're all family, it's fine, you know. Mm -hmm. But you're bringing like this person that you're not even sure of. Mm -hmm. You know, y'all are on like date number seven and they just showed up. That's, I, yeah, that grinds my gears. Yeah, I think that's bad. I agree. Party etiquette. What other things would you say? Grind your gears about people going to parties and doing the wrong things. Okay, I want to ask about bathroom etiquette at a party Mm. because sometimes the need to... How do I want to word this? The need to make yourself at home in an extra way in someone's bathroom sometimes arises at a party. (laughs) (laughs) Now, at my house, I understand that need. So I try to make the bathroom a comfortable place. Same. Should you need to do what you need to do. I try to light the candle. Because I've had a lot of freak out moments where like I got in the bathroom and thought I was just going to number one. Mm-hmm. But then surprisingly right. needed to number two now. And there's no spray. There's yeah, you should nothing. be keeping spray in your bathroom. Yeah. If you're having people... I just ordered... Three cans of my favorite kind of spray mm-hmm. on Amazon. It can be done. You can have spray yes. for your guests, please. Yeah, I try. To, I also light a candle in that bathroom when people are over, just in case. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just like that way. You just feel safe in case you miss the fact there's spray over here. The candle's there. By the time you get out of the bathroom and the next person comes in, it'll probably be okay. Yeah. But I don't feel like that's bad bathroom etiquette. I'm sure other people do. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but I've been to other people's houses where I was like, even if I have to go, do not go in their bathroom. <laughs> I also have an upstairs bathroom that I try to keep open yeah. for people. Mm-hmm. In, especially if it's a bigger crowd of people. And I try to say, this one's down here. Because there's a half bath downstairs that's sort of like, uh, you know, everyone is aware you've gone in there. Everyone's aware of how long you right, have stayed yeah. or not right. in that bathroom. Mm-hmm. And if people are in the room close to it, they're <laughs> hearing what you're doing in there. Even if you're running the water. Yes. We can hear you. We can hear you. So I try to also say, there's also a bathroom upstairs. If you uh-huh. have need of yeah. being alone, you can do that. But it grinds my gears when I go to somebody's house and I just feel like your bathroom is so fancy. Yeah. But I, I can't really use it like a bathroom. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Frustrations. What are things that you... Let's talk about kid parties. You okay. will know more about this. <laughs> Much more. Because the only reference I will have is my own child parties. Mm-hmm. And I think I can count on one hand the amount of times my mama let me do that. Mm. So what is the etiquette for kid parties? Let me start with a question. Since you are a parent of five. A lot of my friends are having their first babies. So that first birthday party is like a huge deal. Typically the trend has been among my friends that their first birthday party for their kid is like a big deal. It's like a theme. They've got the characters of whatever this kid likes. And I used to feel the pressure that I needed to like 
be giving this kid some like real grandiose type stuff. But the more I actually get to know children, I'm like, this one-year-old child is not going to remember Mm-mm. anything no. about this care? party. So care. I should be spending, if I bring a gift, I should be spending less than $10 on mm-hmm. the gift. And for kids who are really close to us, like for our goddaughter, we talked to her parents to see if they had like a scholarship fund for her already. And maybe I would rather spend $25 on that than getting her some other toys that she not going to remember. She not, she might not even play with. Right. So what has been your wise knowledge of the good things people can do when they're coming to your kids party? Well, first I have this thought, do not invite people to your one-year-old party. Just don't do that to them. Mm. They don't, you really like that. Those are the worst parties. (laughs) Because the ba- there's all this confusion because there's this cake and the baby wants to play with the cake, but you want to take pictures of it. And then some people do a separate cake called a smash cake. Yes. And so they're like taking pictures with the real cake and the baby's wanting to touch it and the baby's crying. And so then by the time they give the baby the smash cake, the baby's upset and has been told no, 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 no so many times. And now they're given this other cake that now they can touch, but they're confused. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So what we did with our one-year-old birthday parties is uh, family was invited, Mm -hmm. but we didn't invite our friends. Like, I'm not Uh, doing that to them. Okay. I don't expect a gift from anybody for the first birthday. And then as we had more and more kids, sometimes we forgot (laughs) the first birthday. There were definitely a couple kids. Their first party was when they turned three. Mm -hmm. Like we said, happy birthday to them and maybe like put a candle in their oatmeal that they could blow out. It's good training. Please put learn a how to blow out a candle. Oatmeal. Uh, so that's what I have to say about that. First, second is um, when you are going to a birthday party for a kid that you that you know and love. Don't go if if you're not like invested in this child's life. Just oh, please. Be like I'm busy. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> please. please don't come. Uh, you should not have been invited. Sorry, mm-hmm. it was a mistake. Uh, Gifts, good gifts are usually pretty cheap mm-hmm. and don't have a lot of parts mm-hmm. and pieces because mm-hmm. when you give a child a project or something with a lot of parts and pieces, unless they're an older kid that plays with Legos, that comes with a million pieces. That doesn't count. Uh, you're basically giving the parents work to do. <laughs> mm. So unless you know that they're looking for some projects to do with their children, don't. Don't do that. Okay, that makes sense to me mm-hmm. now. Okay, that makes me feel like I'm on the right road because I was like, these children are not gonna remember this. I don't. Mm-mm. I don't. Feel no, like they're not gonna thing. remember it. And then I would get there, sort of like the helicopter mom experience you had. I would get to some of these parties, and other women were walking in with these massive gift bags, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are you bringing this one year old? Yeah, I can't afford that. That is, and, and then for. When it's like two friends who both have kids, then are you expecting, like if you brought like a $150 present for this little child that's not going to remember this, and I go to your your little child's party and bring them a book, mm-hmm. are you going to feel a way? Like is some of it like this weird, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like I'm scratching your back 
by having given you this really nice gift in this gift bag with mm-hmm. all the tissue properly, whatever, when the baby doesn't care, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But then you're going to feel a little slighted when I bring your child something useful and inexpensive for me to buy. Yeah. And I think part of this is there's that, that whole, uh, the way that we were raised was here's this cake that your mom made for you from a box. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And did a great job on Mm -hmm. and took you to the park with your friends and you ate the cake and then y'all played on the playground. Whereas nowadays there's all the characters and the themes and the balloons and all the stuff that people are doing. So maybe there is some expectation to show up with like this really great gift. You know, but really the kids don't care. No, the kids but don't But maybe care. some kids nowadays, maybe they're going to start caring because they're going to expect it. And my kids don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in this. That's, Mm-mm. no, I'm like, you ain't got no job. You don't need to be telling me what you expect. No. Speaking of uh, kids' birthday parties, uh, MTV has resurrected my super sweet 16 that oh. you remember being on back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of unfortunate because I think when I was younger, I watched it and I was like, man. Man, look at all that. Man, they get the bins at the end of the show. And now that I'm like a grown person, I'm watching it like, girl, <laughs> you are try- your entrance to this party is through a helicopter, girl? Right, yeah. And you are crying? Yeah. Over the fact that your helicopter is late, girl? Mm-mm. Like in all the things in the world to be concerned with, honey, I wish a kid would. Right. Ugh. But I still watch it mm. just to get mad. It's okay. I think this is called hate watching. Yeah. That's basically what I'm doing with some of those shows. So I'm like, I cannot believe mm-hmm. you were out here expecting a BMW eats popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me this. When you plan an adult dinner party mm-hmm. at your house, what are like your favorite things that like you just feel like make it like that's Missy's thing to make the party Wow. Uh, Usually it is some kind of dessert Mm. that I make that is like, because that's that's the last thing they eat before they leave, so they remember that. Oh, that's good. But I am also learning how to entertain with drinks, Mm -hmm. because that's kind of the entrance. That's Mm -hmm. like what you have presented people with when they first get there. And so I'm learning how, like, what I can do, what I can, like, mix up ahead of time. And I have some friends that do this really well. You know, like, it's literally, like, the mix is there. Like, not not a bottle mix that you buy at the store, but, like, it's in a pitcher. Like, mm-hmm. she makes the lime juice and whatever in this pitcher. And then there's some tonic waters, and you can just fix it yourself as much as you want. So I feel like now the age bracket that I am falling into is very satisfied with that and uh dessert and so far what happens in between is kind of (laughs) doesn't seem to get talked about a lot (laughs) i have a terrible habit of cooking something for the first time when people come over also me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i kind of i make it and i'm like well i hope this tastes good (laughs) and sometimes i'm like i only the way i made it there's not a good way for me to cut into it or something without People getting in there being like, why is a chunk of this chicken uh-huh. gone? So I'm yeah. like, wow, I really do hope it tastes right. good because I didn't really get to. And my dinner, my dinners go a little differently because it's punctuated with children. Right. Right. You know, they think everybody's there to see them. Oh, bless. 
So it's like they got to get it all out of their system and you can't. There's not really a good way to get them to like go away. <laughs> it's a terrible right. way. Not that I want my children to go away. Right. You know. But in like a dinner party right. setting. Right. Yeah. yeah. If, if it's a, an adult that's there to see me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like those are two things that I'm doing good right now. I'm, I think I'm falling short in the entertainment. I'm not mm. entertaining do outside of the conversation right. and the food. I'm not doing a lot to entertain people. Oh, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about that. Because I, I feel like I'm always like, I wanted to feel like I cared about this and planned it, but mm-hmm. I don't want it to feel too contrived. Right. So it's like how to come up with something that would be entertaining to people that feels like at home, not like mm-hmm. someone brought out a harpsichord and you're like, why are you playing a harpsichord? I also have friends that do that well. And okay. they usually have like um, card games and stuff like that, and I, which I'm not a card game person, but I find myself doing those things. Yeah. When I'm with at their them. house. Yeah, or they'll have like a movie going in the basement for the kids. So I can bring my kids over and they can, they'll all play and then we can like play cards or something. something yeah. Know? Yeah. That is interesting. I feel like, I feel like I am, I feel like a plus to me is the flow of how the house is mm-hmm. and making sure now the way the rooms are in our house, making sure there's like seating different places. So instead of forcing everyone to be like, Everyone sit at this really long table. Right, yeah. <laughs> Next to a bunch of people you don't right, know yeah. because I said so, you yeah. know. I like having different little enclaves of seating where people mm-hmm. can just go where they feel comfortable, yeah. you know. So I feel like I feel like we're sort of learning a little bit of how to organize mm-hmm. the house so that yeah. people can kind of come in and, and relax. So I do like that part. I'm with you on the dessert. Like, that is a huge... First of all, that's like the normally like one of the more fun parts of yeah. the meal anyway. I'm here for it. And I'm trying to I'm trying to learn how to use seasonal ingredients. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite things during the summer is there are these sour plums hmm. that are available in Georgia for a short time in the summer. But they make a bomb cake because they're tart. Mm-hmm. But inside of the cake... It's like their flavor comes out mm. with just that little bit of tartness, you know. Right. And it's like a simple one pan little cake to make. Mm. But I just feel so fancy like, and look at these seasonal tart plums mm. as I put this on your plate. Thank you for coming, you know. Thank. So I feel like I'm doing well on that. I'm terrible at decor. Oh, yeah. Like. I feel like you do that really good. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. The flowers go. The flowers go. Should there have been flowers? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like. Well, because you actually buy decor. Maybe that's why I feel like. You're really good <laughs> I do not. Yeah, I understand. I do. That. I am experimenting. I'm having trouble with my mantle because um, it has a large TV sitting on it, mm-hmm. and. If that weren't enough, there's also the sound box that's long and flat that goes under where the TV is sitting. And then on either side, I have a little space on either side, but I can't do these like cool, like right. seasonal change out. But uh, at one point, I did hammer a bunch of nails into it <laughs> for Christmas stockings. And so now they're there. So okay. I might as well use them. Yeah. 
So Target is selling little um, banners. Oh. And they, they're changing them out seasonally. Come on, Target. But the one that I got, Target had one, but I didn't really like it. But So what I have for summertime, I think I actually got it like Hobby Lobby or Michael's. But they're carrots, but they're wire carrots. And so they're all kind of like a strung up carrots, you know, so that's kind of like my thing. And then in the wintertime, there was a banner that said gather, and I found one with hearts on it for Valentine's. So I am doing that, and I change oh, out nice. the wreath on my front door. See, I've been thinking about doing the seasonal stuff, too, because I really got into it in the fall. Mm -hmm. Like, because the fall, that's, like, my favorite time yeah. as far as decor goes because you got all the pumpkins. It's, like, that's, like, the easiest season to me because those pumpkins and squash mm -hmm. stay alive for so long right. without looking terrible. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, you could throw those things up and they last almost till Christmas, you yeah. know? But between, like, that Halloween, those Halloween decorations into, like, Thanksgiving with all the leaves and stuff... And into Christmas, I'm like, yeah. Right. And then, like, January comes, and I'm like, oh, good, nothing. And then I'm like, but wait, I, I kind yeah. of miss having, like, yeah. some Depressing. spring stuff, mm -hmm. you, know, you know. So I do want to work on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. For our closing, what are the things that are most important for a party? Outside of donuts, because let me just tell you. Right. I do bring piece, donuts to parties a lot. Conversation piece. I brought donuts to a Super Bowl party, mm -hmm. and it went swimmingly well. Oh, I'm sure it did. So that's that's a pro tip. Almost any time, because donuts are just fun. Like, even when people are full, because I was kind of late to the party, because mm -hmm. I think I had just, like, come back in town that day. So I was like, I'm going to be there, but I'm going to be late, and I don't mm -hmm. care about the game. So it was right. fine. Yeah. I just came here like, eat food. Even by the time I got there, everybody had eaten. And they were like, oh, oh, donuts. So yeah. take donuts to everything. Yes, That's please. a pro tip. Um, other pro tip I would give is uh, when you're entering a party, you should have a song in your mind of how you walk into the party. Oh, that's a good tip. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that next mm -hmm. time. Because it kind of gives you like a cool... Something. What songs do you do? I feel like it's probably always Beyonce mm -hmm. in my head in some way. For the most part, it's probably her music. Especially if it's like, not like a, not like a dinner party. If it's mm -hmm. like a party where you're going there to like dance, it's in a club or some sort of ballroom. It's like I have to at least walk in like I came here to slay. Mm, yeah. And, and obviously her music is very inspirational in those manners. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I feel like tips? I listen to music on my way to places. What kind According of music are you listening to? Okay, okay, okay. So on your way to a dinner party at someone's house, what music would it be? Well, if it was like a dinner party, like we're going to sit down and have dinner, I might would listen to the Alabama Shakes. Come on, yes. Because I feel like in general, especially their most recent album, Sound and Color, they set this like... Uh, open-minded mellowed out kind of I don't I don't have ex expectations for how this is gonna go I'm just seeing here mm -hmm. and you know that kind of thing if it's gonna be like a party where there's gonna be dancing then I'm gonna be listening to dance music yeah Jayla's probably gonna be in there oh yeah she's definitely in there. She's I gotta the dance music it's it's camouflaged in my phone as run a run playlist but I usually am not writing when I listen to it. I want to say a word about J-Lo as well. Um, she has that song whose the name of it I always forget, but the lyric I always remember is when she said, you're, you're getting just a little too close to me. Mm -hmm. And I remember actually Googling just that sentence, and I was like, this is amazing. 
because that phrase could be in so many things, mm-hmm. but it immediately pulls up. Oh her yes, song. yeah, it does. <laughs> Get right, I think is the name of that song. <laughs> I don't know the name. And of that I one. just all like I love like there's like the first couple of lines of it were like you're standing. It was like all the like you're standing too close to me. You bother me. Mm-hmm. Like you step away. All mm-hmm. those lines. And mm-hmm. I was like, I just googled the sentence. You're getting just a little too close to me. Yeah. And it was immediately yeah. able to pull up her song. It was and that's respect for J Lo. Please. Thank you, J Lo, for that and for just the curvature. Mm-hmm. We appreciate all those yes. things. Thank you. Well, we have enjoyed talking to you all about donuts, as always, about entertaining. Uh, if you have questions for us about entertainment, about partying, about the importance of donuts, we would love to stay in touch with you on all of our social media. What are donut messages for everyone today? Mm. Donuts show up late to a party. <sighs> donuts show up empty handed. Mm. Donut make people uncomfortable at a party that you plan. Donut drink more than other people are at the party. <laughs> that is a pro tip. <laughs> you gotta you gotta check yourself. Be aware of what everybody else is doing and do that. That is a pro tip. Thank y'all. We'll see you soon. Bye. Here for the Donuts podcast is produced by DJ Obdiggy in Orange Fuzz Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. 